bonus ep- bonus episode time. Accidentally made you two strawberry banana uh, smoothies, and they were like, "Look, we're only charging you for one, but we don't want to throw this other one out. You want this other one?" Spoilers: This is a true story. This is happening to me a few days ago. I got two smoothies out of the deal, so that's what you're getting this week, Dale. Two smoothies. I mean, listeners, you're getting two smoothies. Now, Chuck. Now, please. I do believe me. Now, what you just said, I do want to circle back around to. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it is a special day for us in the Bat and Spider universe. It's a holiday. It's Friday the 13th. Mm, it is. So, you know, it's felt only natural for us to be doing something for the holiday. Oh, yeah. Um, And like the previous two movies, we are talking about Friday the 13th Part 3. Yeah, in 3D. 3D. Now, before we get into all that, Chuck, you mentioned strawberry banana smoothies from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. I just need to cl- I just need to get into it just a little bit. I Yeah. Cuz when I I I mean, man, maybe that's because I'm a total creature of habit. But uh-huh. I don't get anything smoothie related from McDonald's. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mhm. Uh yeah, I mean, I mean when I'm at McDonald's, I'm all, you know it's hard to not get a, a Coca Cola because that's just it's the flavor that goes with those fries. Like, yeah, you gotta you gotta have that Coke. But sometimes if it's late in the day and I I'm a I'm a caffeine sensitive guy, I don't like to have caffeine late if I if, if I can yeah. resist it. Yeah, so I'll get I'll get the strawberry banana smoothies, and you know what they're they're really good. Okay, they're really good. Love Good. them. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. They got, got another flavor. I think it's mango pineapple, but I'm not much of a mango pineapple guy. Mm. It's probably artificial. The mango pineapple is not fresh. I can I could probably guarantee that. So Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh anyway, sorry to der- derail. Happy Friday the 13th, Chuck. <laughs> Happy Friday the 13th, uh Dale. This is uh this is very exciting. Uh, I I'm tickled pink thinking of uh, uh the listeners uh seeing this on their phone. Um, it's just like yeah, Christmas came early. Halloween comes early. This is the first time I think. I, I mean, we've been doing this show for a year and a half now, and you know there had to have been at least one previous Friday the Thirteenth before mm-hmm. this. And uh, we just weren't paying attention to it. So luckily, everybody's in luck because we actually realized that it was Friday the 13th and we planned ahead. Yeah, we opened our eyes this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and we decided to um, text each other. Uh, we decided to text each other and just not say hi before we start recording our episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things got done. Oh my God. I, 
And and listeners, if you can, if you're not driving, put on 3D glasses uh, to listen to this episode because this episode is in three dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be hitting the face with all manner of uh, rakes and uh, broom handles, uh, random poles, um, eyeballs, possibly. All kinds of things are going to come flying uh, right into your vision. It's going to be great. This is Friday the 13th, part three, mm-hmm. 1982. Steve Miner is a director I love. And uh, so what we have here is a 3D because they're hot on, you know, it's hot. 3D's hot right now. Yeah. So let's cash in on the the Jason Voorhees franchise and implement some 3D into this bad boy and, and let's see what we get. Yeah, everyone's fighting over the all the productions in 1983 are fighting over the 3D cameras. Yeah, uh, as we know. <laughs> uh, and so, Chuck, what I- exactly is Friday the Thirteenth Part Three? Yeah, about it's about it's the story of a <laughs> an ugly man named Shelley <laughs> who likes juggling and scaring people. But before he dies, he makes the greatest contribution to cinematic history, and that is. He gives Jason his hockey mask. And that's uh, Friday 13th, part three. There's a lot of other stuff jammed in there, but that's the important stuff. There sure is. I When I was younger, mm-hmm. I remember, now I want to apologize up front, but I remember sympathizing and empathizing with Shelly so much. You oh, know, I wanted Shelly. I was Shelly. We're, we're Shelly Marks. Like, they were, whoever wrote this movie was like, the kid with the Fangoria subscription, uh, yeah. who yeah. who doesn't have the any any uh, uh, luck with the ladies, uh, who probably wa- you know wants to dabble in magic and uh, horror makeup, mm-hmm. you know that's who this character's for, right? Everybody, so everybody <laughs> that's watching, right? Now. Yes, everybody, and, <laughs> and you know it spoke to me on many on many one dimensional levels. Yes. <laughs> or or two-dimensional, very two-dimensional. I was like, yeah, you're right. Everything he's saying, I'm feeling currently. But e- but each subsequent time as a grown-ass man, which is, you know, on a yearly basis, I watch this, I grow to loathe Shelley more and <sighs> more because he's just so full of himself. Yeah. To have this shitty attitude, but also ha- expect the world. I know. He just know? doesn't get it. He doesn't no. understand how insane it is to play horror movie tricks on a person who just went through a Friday the 13th movie and for some reason put herself back in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then playing the violin when, you know, everybody treats him like dirt because oh, yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, I yeah, guess, like I guess I'm fat and I deserve it. I guess nope, when you look like me, it's the only way. Yeah, he's he scares that girl who he's trying to get with, uh, he pops out of the water, uh, uh, scares her to death. She yells at him. And then he's, he just turns it right around. He's like, Oh, everyone hates me. (laughs) It goes sulks on the bench and she has to like pick up the pieces of Shelly. Hey, Shelly, you were the asshole in this situation. I know. Wake up. How about when he calls her a bee behind her? Like as she walks away, I, that was so low that I was like, I didn't really hear it, but I was like, did he just call her? Like, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that, Shelly. I know. I'm about to punch this TV. 
you you round ugly piece of crap <laughs> he's not the only one that i wanted to end uh i was not a fan of rick uh oh who was our God. final girl's boyfriend who rick is like he first off he looks like he's 15 years older than all the other kids uh, he t- i mean he looks like <laughs> yeah yeah he's he is 41 years old in this movie <laughs> yeah and he's got he's got the chin of like, like it looks like he's got some sort of testosterone imbalance because uh, he's just like himbo himboed out just like and all he wants is for his girlfriend to to put out and every whatever he can say to guilt her into that he mm. will do nothing will stand in his way no, a, nothing is off the table for right. what he will say to this girl this on a, PTSD yeah. suffering girl. <laughs> I know. And she's begging him, can you just be there for me? Can we just yeah. sit here in a room without you trying to like push my head down in between your lap? Like it's it's like that. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not becoming his a reaction, big. Like she says something like that. He's like, I feel like there's a wall up between us. <laughs> right. And it's made of denim and zippers. <laughs> like some of my notes here rick is horny rick blackmailing for sex <laughs> and then he remember he calls her fat too he's carrying her to the van like playfully picked her up <sighs> i God. i mean so i i love this i mean i love this movie i love all I do love the 13th movie. movies i, I love, love it <laughs> but this might be the worst cast of one-dimensional mm. characters in all of the movies. I mean, I used to love it more. I can't say I love the movie. I love the stupid movie, but it's so everybody is so bad. Yeah. As just I, as just characters of the human race. Yeah. <laughs> they're bad. The only the one I kind of the two I actually bonded to the most were the uh the most uh sex positive couple, the um the guy who was like sort of friends, he was like juggling with Shelly in that one scene. Yeah. And he does the handstands. Yeah. That guy and his girlfriend, they were, to me, they were like pretty healthy, you know, just okay. being kids. They just want to screw and they have no hangups about it and everything's cool. I liked them. They had good okay. energy. And the pothead, uh, the pothead couple, like Bob Weir and his girlfriend, were, <laughs> they were pretty fun. I felt like they could have been funnier though. I feel like they were supposed to be like sort of a comic relief thing, but they just, they weren't really yeah. hitting it. They were complete like trash kind of throwaway characters. Completely. Totally. Uh, yeah. their, the, all their humor was wasted on the effort of like eating the weed like Cheech and Chong would have to <laughs> in the van. <laughs> and then after that, they're just wasted. And yeah. I, I'm going to get back to this, but th- those two more than any is part of my gripe about the cast in general. But back to the juggler and his girlfriend. Now, yes, I it feels like um, a plot line that they wrote in and wanted to forget. But she states at the beginning of the movie that she is pregnant. Oh yeah. And she is just in that van with weed and she's, and after they get done porking on the hammock, he's like, I'm going downstairs. You want a beer? And she's like, yeah, I give me a beer. Like yeah. you're pregnant lady. 
Wow. I mean, do you think it was a joke that just doesn't, that didn't hit? Like I she just, was like, I feel that's like. That's what it's like when you're pregnant. Like she's. Hey, Chrissy, how much further to the lake? It would have been there already if some people didn't have to go to the bathroom every five minutes. <laughs> that's what happens when you're pregnant. But, but the way it was played, like no one like, there was no laughing oh, at God. it, right? You, yeah. But do you think it was that, a joke? I don't know. Oh, God. Because I was like, when she said it, I was like, oh, shit. It's like, oh, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, because there's even a second time when she's offered the weed. She's like, uh, no, I'm oh, pregnant, really? remember? Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. and that's still in the van at a second, uh, you know, they're still on the road trip, but a minute later. That's weird. Yeah, man. Like, it, I can probably, in 1982, they're still probably advertising uh, Michelob Light to pregnant women at and cowboy hats. <laughs> You know, who knows? But do you think it was like a weird thing where the actress didn't want to be on screen drinking and smoking or something? Uh, yeah, I think it's either that or even the MPAA were like, you know, you can say she's pregnant, but if she's caught smoking or drinking on screen, like you yeah. can't do that. And as you know, you know, she's so say she's 22 years old playing a teen or whatever, like, sure, I. I mean, I don't know. I would, I can't say I was, I ever find myself in the same position ever, but <laughs> I would be just like, I'm supposed to be pregnant and, you know, I'm just not caring for myself. It just feels like the most throwaway, like after the van scene, they regret even saying those lines and they just want yeah. her to be like a regular teen having sex in a hammock. Yeah, it is weird. It, it's weird that it got left in because it doesn't seem like they like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's ever played like she actually is pregnant but never i don't know that's weird um and and so and my other and i guess my little bit of a main gripe is very early on the cat like you know you're playing D &D, you never split the party but it feels like very early on in this movie Mm. everybody goes their separate ways immediately yes. there's no camaraderie there's no like make it real at this lake house like you're have a dinner together or something i don't i don't know but everybody goes their separate ways immediately and it's totally. just like like it just feels weird especially it's like hour 12 you know they just got to the, i i i forget but this all happens in the course of like 12 hours of a day yeah. like they get to the lake house and then things start happening you totally. know three yeah. hours later <clears throat> No, that's a really good point. That's that actually matches up with a note I had where I noticed that the final girl. Sorry, I hate saying the term "final girl." Yeah, I know. Me too. Name? I. Um, is it uh, Chris? So Chris, she she goes Chris, off with Rick. I really like if you had sex with me right now, Chris. <laughs> I feel like we're growing apart. It's the only thing I'm thinking of while I lift this hay into this barn and <laughs> because your dad wants to buy a horse, but he never buys a horse, but he manages to buy the hay. Yeah. Uh, and, but she and Rick go off and she misses all of her friends getting killed, which is correct me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of a weird, like for the last survivor to like miss all of the mayhem, mm-hmm. um, before the killer gets to her. That's kind of weird. Cause usually yeah. like, you want to be putting that character through the ringer. 
<laughs> right like she her like her nerves are shot by the time yeah. he gets like jason gets to her right because yeah probably the ringer that she had to go get put through was literally the having other. rick monopolize all her time <laughs> and Sexual try to like ringer every every time they're together he's like trying to rub his knee up against her crotch <laughs> hoping that she like changes her mind with that latest swipe like oh, God. it's like he He's, he monopolizes all her time and they're not together. Like, they're together, but I mean, she came with her friends. Let yeah. her spend some time. Like, I, you know. Remember, and, and when they do get back to the house, uh, they can't find anyone and the, the, the power's out. And he's like, What's up with your friends? <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. just, just like, dude. Yeah, I know. It's like. <laughs> I mean, she's traumatized because, uh, you know, you come to find out that she was in, during the events of Friday the 13th Part 2, this hideous man um, cornered her and, like, she, she, you know, she was on the other side of the lake, so she had a run-in with the Jason Voorhees, which is crazy because she survived. That's what I, that's what I needed to ask you, because I, it's been a long time since I watched these. So she wasn't in the last movie. But she just happened to right. encounter Jason right during the events of the last movie. Okay, during the I, events, I, I, I couldn't. I, that's why I wasn't sure if I was supposed to remember her from one of the last movies or not. But I did. I love that scene, that flashback scene of her when she tells Rick that her encounter with Jason in the woods. She like fell asleep by the tree, and he comes ghoulishly out trying to grab her. I know. I love that version of Jason though, because he seemed all like weak and like, <laughs> yeah, just like not really threatening. He was just like kind of like almost on the ground all the time, just trying to grab at her. Yeah, right. Um, he's just he's using. He's not superhuman. Yeah, he hadn't hit the weight bench yet. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Which and, I uh, which I I don't. This tra- this uh, transition this uh, version of our Jason yeah. right. He's still. You know the boy in a man's yeah. body, which I really like. This um, is my favorite. Like I, I don't. I mean, it's fun when he gets all superhero-y, but I like when he is when he's affected by like getting stabbed in the knee. Like at the end when she stabs him in the knee, and he's like, he goes down. You know, and so much so that he grunts loudly. Like I love he that. Squeals. Yeah. I love that he's still like just a human. Yes, yeah. and he's willing to. You know, he's still. He's kind of like, um, I mean, he knows he's not much to look at. So, like, he <laughs> yeah. uses that. I like how he still has an identity outside of the the hockey mask because he uses the hockey mask, but he still, like, he doesn't immediately adopt it as soon as he gets it. Like, in this movie, it's still yeah. a prop that's to be used, but by the end, it comes off again, and he's Jason. I loved, I loved how willing they were especially at the end to just have him running around without a face covering in the daylight ugly head yeah super cool yeah it was <laughs> great it's terrifying he looks insane like if you saw that guy in the daylight it you'd mm-hmm. be like where's where do i run is there yeah. a canoe i can get in you'd be begging your kids to stop staring at him that's <laughs> <laughs> like that's realness the real talk yeah and they're they're just looking up at you and you're staring and uh, <laughs> it's confusing. <laughs> and, and uh, spe- you know, Jason in the daylight, like I've really, 
the ending is pretty effective to me too. I really like this double dream. It's like oh, a double yeah. dream, dream within a dream or something like that. Man, God, I just it's so Yeah, they they like recreate like the ending of the first one where she gets in the canoe and you expect you're expecting Jason to pop out of the water, but this yeah. time it's his mom. All rotted out. Oh, <laughs> rotted out has the sweater on. There's like earthworms <sighs> flopping out of her face. Oh, that oh that shot. Yeah, so they good. they really needed to get that shot God of the damn. flopping worm I coming know. out of her face. <laughs> she, I know. <laughs> But then it's like, oh, it's a fake out. It's like, that was like a a, a, ho- a dream hallucination. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she was in the house sleeping, I guess. But mm. Super so good. So <laughs> good. That's why, I mean, it's so good. And I did I did like how, the, like, she was still, like, in freak out mode. Because, like, when the cops are, like, putting her in the car and, like, the cop in the front seat turns to, to say something to her and she, like, jumps. <laughs> She's yeah. still, like... <laughs> She doesn't oh, know what's real there. at this. She's like so PTSD'd out that, you know, yeah. there's, she doesn't know what's real and what's a dream, especially the way it ends. And it's focuses in on a Jason, presumably dead because he's laying there for more than 10 seconds. And that's how it yeah. ends. But yeah, he's still in that barn. Yeah. <sighs> so good. Um, I think some of my favorite, other than the, like the, the two, the couple who like to do it, I love yeah. the biker punks in this. Um, oh, yeah. Because they're just like, they're that 80s sort of thing that, like, I feel like never really existed in real life, <laughs> like, type of person where yeah. they were yeah. they were bikers, but they were also, like, like young punks, which, right. I, you know, I don't even think that was a real thing. It was almost like a made-up thing that, like, just happened in movies and, like, comic books. Um, yeah, because they're clearly to... like they're clearly like twenty eight, right? So yeah. they're old enough to really get into some serious crap, but yeah. also they're just ne'er do wells and they're just like prowling town, but they're making like trouble too... for yeah, and they're too good looking to be like actual bikers. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Or at least two of them were. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. It, but they were cool because they like they like run into Shelly and the one girl at the at the the town store. Vera, and, uh, Vera, yeah the the poor one. She was the poor one because oh her God. mom was Hispanic, and she I know. tried to pay with food stamps. <laughs> fucking, fucking shameful! This Another <laughs> piece of crap cast. We don't God. take no food stamps. Oh my yeah. God! Jesus. Um, <laughs> and then she had to ask Shelly for money, like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'm poor. I only have, I only have food stamps. <laughs> I had this huge pocket full of food stamps. Shelly, mm-hmm. do you have actual money? I just stole the, this huge pocket, this huge thing of food stamps from my mom <laughs> before I left. Right. I stole it. <laughs> stole it. Oh, uh, man. Um, but yeah, Shelly like ends up like running over. Well, the one biker guy like smashes the Rick's VW windows, which man, that window is unsafe. The way that thing broke, Dude. that must've been like from the sixties, that windshield. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. I mean, the stunt man had to have gotten hazard pay <laughs> for like punching through that without, you know, eviscerating his main yeah. artery. <laughs> and, uh, and Shelly ends up 
heroically running over one of their tires but yeah yeah but they come they they come to the uh the camp to like get their revenge and the kids and steal their gasoline and i, I guess their plan was to like burn the barn down <laughs> which hardcore <laughs> yeah i mean fucking hardcore you'd think biker punks like would be more apt to just like steal a bunch of their shit or like steal their van you know mm. but now they just wanted to burn their property <laughs> yeah and they wanted to use their own like the people's own gas they didn't want to use their gas so they <laughs> yeah. siphon their gas out of their van <laughs> i mean clearly it was like oh we're setting up this gasless van um for later in the movie but also i mean i was like oh they're setting up also this barn that's going to burn down at some point and jason's going to be engulfed in flames running around but that never happened i was mm. like uh there was a little bit of fire blue balls there oh how about the opening with the uh the shopkeepers which kind of like had no bearing on the rest of this movie like i don't even think it i don't even think that was the same shop that they chopped in later in the movie right no that was just like too scumbaggy it was so weird it was, it was weird. I, I wanted to bring it up because the state of their bathroom deal uh, <laughs> oh man it was giving me shivers yeah oh my god bad news and she's just like and they're, and they're, and they're selling you heads of lettuce yeah, yeah. <laughs> with rabbits eating it and uh yeah and there's probably yeah there's probably like rabbit turds all in that that produce table there all over it um yeah but yeah he's in the bathroom taking a taking his his time and <laughs> he gets distracted by jason and just gets up no flushing and then his oh. his wife walks in after and i'm just like all that's all i can think about yeah. like i don't care if jason's walking around. I all i can think about is the state of this bathroom and the smell that's in the air and why no one is reacting to it <laughs> i know they're just content because i am like i'm in i'm in four dimensions you know <laughs> at that point right. right the all too real fourth dimension when you see a scene <laughs> like that your mind starts to play yeah the theater of the mind yeah it's bad uh also we get uh some great we get uh some master of kung fu issues in the uh in that that store with some paul glacy covers and there's also I mean, Shelley's meta enough, but they they put a Fangoria issue in this movie, like in your face. Yeah, Fangoria issue. <laughs> Crazy. Not a blink if you miss it. No, we're gonna. It's gonna be. Uh -huh. We're gonna have one of the girls hold it, reading it in a hammock, and have blood drip on it. And we're even gonna have her turn to a story about Tom Savini. Yeah, yeah. Tom Savini <laughs> and Godzilla. Yeah. Fangoria must have been very happy about that. I know. This movie also begs the question why we don't own vans like that. Like the the vans that the uh the, the kids are riding in with the yeah the carpet on everything, you know, room oh, for your whole man. crew. Yeah. Uh, cool bumper stickers, just it's just got it all. What am I doing? A reserve gas tank switch? I want one of those. Yeah. The carpet, just the carpet on everything, just it's everywhere. The funniest thing about uh, Bob Weir and his girlfriend were the amount of times they light joints in them in whenever they're on screen. 
It's like yeah. every cut, they're lighting a new one. It's insane. Yeah, like can't keep it lit or, yeah. you know, <laughs> we get it. <laughs> also, you know, it takes place on obviously uh, Camp Crystal Lake, but obviously a skinny little tiny little finger of the lake itself because boy, there's not... It's true. It, it is like waterfront property, but I mean that the big part of the lake must be behind all those trees because there is no lake there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. The lake was not it was not as central as it was in other movies and it, yeah. and it didn't it was not as uh big. <laughs> we'll we'll just say. Not big at all. It was like um uh, 15 yeah, that, foot across. Totally. Yeah, like that and uh scene where she gets in the canoe it's like it's like she's in a a very slow moving stream basically yeah the house barn and lake featured in the film were all custom built the house remained on the Mm. ranch lot until it burnt down in 2012 filmed on the valuzet movie ranch in saugus california oh this was in california okay the first film not to be shot on the east coast wow it's funny, a lot of my <laughs> geographical Friday the 13th knowledge comes from that video game um, that came out a few years ago. And oh, like, yeah. I recognize some of the stuff from this like, in that game, like especially the bridge, that little bridge that she drives over that's featured in the game a lot. And yeah. That's know. a huge, right? You have to, if you make it across that bridge, you're in good shape i think right? so i actually i think it's yeah i think yeah i think you that's one of the ways if you get the car running you, you get you, that's the way you can get away it's you know it's number three it feels like the movie the franchise even it's just still picking up steam you know it's pretty amazing at least by my heart and my eyes and obviously the sequels tell the story but it's number three and it's still on the rise to infamy because of what they do with the Jason character, obviously the signature hockey mask at this point, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, the things I like about this are that they don't worry about explaining why Jason is back. He's just back, mm-hmm. which makes me happy. I hate, I hate that stuff. <laughs> I hate when yeah. they try and justify it. Right. And, and I like that he's still human. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I like, and it, I noticed this, he's still like kind of deformed in this. Like he's get, he's a little bit beefier. He's a little bit stronger, but I noticed like in some of the ending scenes, like you can tell they put padding like, cause, cause when Jason was a kid, he was kind of, he kind of had that hunchback and I noticed they oh, yeah. were still trying to play that up and I was like, oh, that's cool. When you do the comparison from this in his hockey mask to, you know, your Kane Hodders and your mm-hmm. part sevens and parts eights, it's like total yeah. difference in in yeah just like they needed bigger and stronger and they needed like <laughs> something more inhuman by the end yeah yeah oh and we should s- oh dale we didn't even talk about the 3d did you watch this with the glasses or without i did watch it with the glasses so I, did i i really enjoyed it i i was worried i wasn't going to stick it out because i was like you know you yeah. get that headache at first and you're like man this is not fun but yeah once you adjust, it's like, okay, all right, this is fun. Yeah, it really <laughs> I wasn't bad. watch everything. Yeah, and they do so much with it. And, and oh, and we, and we should, that leads me to the, the kill that we probably have to talk about is the guy doing the headstand walking down the hall and Jason comes out and machetes him between oh. the legs. Yeah. That, 
that still makes me uh, curl up. It's like, oh, yeah, that's <sighs> so hyper effective. I mean, you and you see the most of that effect you see for a split, split second. It's so fast. But when you see that foam rubber upper half of that body <laughs> yeah. fold over on itself, it is oh, yeah. startling. It's grisly. <laughs> I also really loved the uh, the harpoon kill because the, the harpoon <laughs> shoots right at the camera. And <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, um, this is the first time I've ever noticed, but when you watch Jason line up that shot he literally like he you see him like he's putting this the spear gun over in front of that post he's like making the effort he's not like holding it out in front of him he's like (laughs) he's like moving it over to the side so we can line up for the actual shot yeah yeah it's like jason why are you propping this gun up against this wooden (laughs) pole so weird it's so obvious they needed that pole there for some reason yeah yeah (laughs) like it's it's funny <laughs> so good you know what it also like i think it occurred to me watching this is that i i like these movies way more when i randomly watch them as opposed to i think last time i was like i'm just gonna watch them all you know in a row mm-hmm. you know over a week because they just like because they are so formulaic like it's like it's tough to watch it over and over again the best way to do it is just yeah. to randomly throw on one of these early ones and yep because they're so they're so similar like it's the ba- same basic thing that it's way more fun yeah when you're not like you know like oh i just watched the last one this is you know this is the next part of the story especially this one because it's there's not much direct like i don't even know they do that whole opening which is basically <laughs> it's like the last 10 minutes of the second movie and it's like guys <laughs> yeah. this is insane. Yeah, yeah we don't need this <laughs> Um, yeah exactly (laughs) um yeah same i uh it's like super comfort food when i can put this on if it's like 1 30 or 2 in the morning and i'm not going to hang on for an entire new movie um but i can just put this on and put it on my ipad and lay in bed and and just like just groove baby Mm. Mm. just pretend you're sitting in that van that blue shag carpet on everything every inch home free eating eating bags of weed <laughs> eating bags of weed with our uh, 45 year old friends <laughs> like they're the old they're old as f dude uh god the not as old fire. as rick yeah what? yeah well he's like uh the patriarch of the fan of the friend family he's like her dad's yeah. friend her dad's best friend that she met previous <laughs> I wish when they showed up to the camp and they saw Rick, they just started like ragging on him. Like, hey, he's the old man. Yeah, yeah, sniffing around. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird. This <laughs> old guy. <laughs> She's 20 years old, dude. <laughs> uh, the only thing cool about Rick was his his, his bug, VW bug. I know. How about uh, when Shelly brought it back and it's busted all to hell? He's like, well, a couple of few repairs will take care of it. It's like, dude, you just returned my car in pieces, man. Like, say something else, at least. Shelly, he is, he just doesn't. And I hate when his friend, who was, or no, I think it was Rick, was like excusing his behavior. He's like, he doesn't know any better. I know. Like, like, no, I Rick, think he knows better. Yeah, not, you don't. It's not an, 
complete idiot. Yeah, you don't have to stick up for these people. You don't even know them. <laughs> I know. Rick is such an anomaly. He's just like he's a riddle. He's like I know. he's slagging these people off behind their backs, and the next minute he's defending them and yeah, whatever. It's it's a uh, whatever. Mind. We got we got to see Jason fucking squish Rick's head like a grape, and his yeah. eye pop out at the screen. Which three D baby three D. God, God, I love three D, Dale. I love it. Mm-hmm. I want to see this movie on a big screen. Real bad. Dude, yes. One more thing. Uh, one side effect of this being shot in 3D that I appreciate is because it's they split the film into two sections. Um, It's almost like, you know, it looks like 16 millimeter. So it, it gives an, a grainier feel mm-hmm. to the movie. Like yeah. Almost a Texas Chainsaw vibe where it, it has, you know, it's obviously like a real camera crew, camera crew with setups and stuff, but... Just that grainy, that extra graininess and lowered fidelity just gives it a, a creepier feeling, especially in the darker scenes. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. We did it. That was it. That was number three uh, for very special episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for uh, uh, listening along. And I hope this was a fun surprise for your week. And have a happy, happy Friday the 13th. <laughs> Podcast.